0: Okay, so we're it we're in James chapter 1. We're down to verse 13 through 15. We're looking at temptation today in the Christian life, part 1. Uh, and Roger, and we're going to talk about sin. And Roger, uh, Roger, assigned me to this because I'm the expert in sin. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I would assume that's why I'm on this list. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, you, you're a good... Paul said he was uh, chief of sinners, so you're good. Okay, well, <laughs> you're good. Um, Yeah, I'm his vice chair then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so James 1, 3, 13 through 15 reads, I like the King James, how it starts, let no man mm-hmm. say when he is tempted... I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. When lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it has run its course or is completed, brings forth death. Those are our verses for today. So review so far. In verses 1 through 12 of... Uh, James's letter, we're told to count it all joy when we fall into various, uh, trials and circumstances of trials. That's pirosmos, the Greek word. Um, because he says knowing, knowing from our experience, uh, of God's purposes in trials, that he uses these trials, these pirosmos trials to Approve our faith, and that word "approve" is uh so that we we become battle tested. Uh, we reach, we will reach His goal, which is perfected faith, uh, finished faith, uh, complete faith, which is lacking in no parts in our faith, full spiritual maturity. Uh, if we need wisdom in the trials we just simply ask without doubting and he promises simply without restrictions or caveats or strings to provide us with the wisdom to go through the trial uh, these so far have been kerasmos trials from the outside outside sources used of God for our growth um, today we're kind of go... Uh, going to look at, these verses are the inner temptations, uh, better uh, translated as temptation. Uh, Pairosmos temptations, which come from the ourselves, um, and those are temptations to sin. Uh, these temptations are brought, here's a, a little preview, these temptations are brought on by our own uh, desires, lusts. Uh, and the source of those desires is our old nature, our sin nature. So you'll recognize this, gentle. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: so
0: I just have. I wanted to put this in uh, previous lessons, but I haven't yet. But the the uh-huh. value of Akimatsu testing, which is testing uh, for approval, uh, right? So. Bob is a is a doctor, and that uh, weist circular that was put out said in ancient Greek the word for doctors of medicine was basically documento. Um they they have passed an examination and they're approved as a practitioner of of medicine so there you go Bob is documato and uh, <laughs> His medical board, I think he probably still has to test out probably every three years, you know, and keep up his license. So that's, uh, that's what Documazzo is right there. Um, passing the test. Another gentleman, let me get that up is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he is not a doctor, but he does, he did Documazzo. He did a lot of testing, uh, at his last, um, assignment in the Air Force. He was with AFOTEC, the Air Force Operational Testing and Evaluation Center. So you see in the, the, the acronym, acronym for that, but you see that operational testing and evaluation. Well, that's DocuMato, isn't it? That is a testing Air Force systems, uh, uh, war systems with um, a view to approving them, putting them in battle uh, scenarios and then testing them and making sure that when the Air Force purchases these systems that they're going to work out in the field. So that was his whole job for about two or so years. Uh, and then he retired from that AFOTech. So that was his last job. Now, I don't know what he's doing. He's uh not testing anything, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, documents of testing, just two examples of how it's used in the real world there. Uh Here's, a, I like this illustration about the sources of trials and temptations. They're both external and internal. And you can be, you can be hit with trials, pirazzo, tribulations, which is thlipsis, mm-hmm. afflictions, aff- <laughs> afflipsis, T-H-L-I-P-S-I-S. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. or <teoricias> yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: and then you can be tested, pirazzo. Uh, there's two words for testing, pirazzo and documentso. Um, you can be tempted. Temptation is purazzo. So all these things, and suffering, you can suffer too. Uh, God will allow you to suffer. Pashko is the Greek word for that. So you see this smiling couple here
1: <clears throat>
0: are being hit with all these arrows, or as Ron Merriman calls them, the, the trials of life or uh, stressors, you know, life stressors. So uh, soon, when these arrows hit this couple, they won't be smiling anymore. And they'll be <laughs> it's, it's a nice <laughs> old illustration. I like that. They're very happy. Uh, so James 13, and we'll look at the first part of that. Uh, James 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, uh, I am being tempted by God. And this is an imperative command in the active voice present tense um so it's happening now and you're the one doing it you you can't say you should not say i am being tempted by god um but that temptation is passive that pirazzo is uh, in the passive uh that the verb there is is passive um but the uh, but when you say I'm being tempted by God, that's in the present. Does that make sense? I'm kind of mixing those tenses, but that's how it is. So you can't say you, you're commanded not to say this temptation is coming from God is in plain English. What that's saying, this is an internal temptation to sin, a pirato uh, to sin, uh, internally, Uh, this is not, we looked at the good sense of trials and the bad sense of trials. This is not the, this is not the good sense, this is the bad sense. The good sense of trials or our temptations is what God allows us to fall into, to prove out our faith and to have us seek escape in Him, which is His peace. Um, to endure the trial, to undergo the trial and endure, not necessarily to um, be delivered from the trial, but to endure it. Um, examples of the good sense of uh, Pirosma's trial is Paul's thorn in the flesh, 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Uh, God sent that to him to keep Paul from um, getting too full of himself. So that was a good thing. It Paul came to realize that was a good thing for him, his, thor- his medical condition, whatever he had. <clears throat> and then another good sense of a trial is Abraham offering up Isaac as a sacrifice in Hebrews eleven seventeen. 17. By faith, when he was tested, Abraham offered up Isaac. But this is the bad sense. So the bad sense of tempting or testing is a solicitation to sin. And it can be external or internal. <clears throat> Externally, it is used of Satan to tempt Jesus. The Pharisees tempted God. The world can tempt. Um, man uh, tempted Paul in, in Acts. And I have all those, uh, copied down all those verse references there. Riches are in temptation and various other sources. We looked at that Um in the first part of this, James chapter one, James one two, uh, various temptations and trials. Last week we looked at the temptation of riches, which was, and we reference that first Timothy six nine. Riches are a temptation, even uh, being poor is a temptation as well. So uh, the internal uh, aspect of uh, tempting or uh, Temptation is it can come from the heart of a man or the sin nature. You have Hebrews three eight and James one fourteen and fifteen, which we'll look at today. Um, the sin nature there, and Hebrews three eight talks about the heart of a man. So I've added uh, verse thirteen, the B part. Let no man. Say when he was tempted, I'm being tempted by God, part B. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. Uh, The temptation to sin cannot come from God, and why is that? I was kind of following my, uh, my dad's notes here on this sub. He covered this very thing, and he asked the same question. Does anybody want to pipe in?
2: Well, God can't be the source of sin.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, that's it. And because it's his character, right? It's, it's essential character in his character. Uh, there is no sin. Uh, J, uh, first John three five, we looked at. Um, let me read that real quick. Uh, oh, I had it. I lost it. Here it is, First uh, John three five, and you know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. Um, so we know that, and that First John, you know, uh, talks about if you're in the light, you can't be in the darkness, and uh, if you're in God, you can't sin. It, we talked about that a lot in First John. You know, there is no sin in him. And when we abide in our new nature, there's no sin there either. Um, and? Yeah.
3: Um, also, uh, isn't uh, tempting someone to sin a sin in itself?
0: Yeah, yeah. It would be, yeah. Exactly.
3: And, and God cannot sin, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, and we're going to look at that right now. So, you know, the verse says God cannot be tempted by evil. But he the remark is here, God was tempted, wasn't he, though? Um, How could the verse say he cannot be tempted by evil when clearly in the Bible you have uh, evidence that he was tempted? Mm -hmm. And that's true. He was tempted. And here... Again, copying this little chart from back in 2004. Uh, the, God the Father was tempted by the Pharisees in Acts 15.10. He, he was tempted in the desert uh, by the Jews in the wilderness, Israel in the desert, uh, Hebrews 3.9. Christ was tempted by Satan. He was tempted by the Pharisees a lot. You know, they were always egging him on. Uh, he was tempted, believers can tempt Christ in 1 Corinthians ten nine, And then Ananias and Sapphira, they tempted the Holy Spirit in Acts 5, 9. So it looks like you you have, um, you know, you have a problem. Here is God the Father and Christ and the Holy Spirit being tempted, whereas the verse said, God cannot be tempted by evil so uh how does that work well we'll look at that right now um hey andrew yeah i'm uh i'm always struck how ridiculous it was for satan to try and tempt jesus yeah you know because here we're, we're discussing the fact that god can't be tempted well jesus was god and, you know but satan tempted him and i believe he tempted him for the whole all 40 days while he was in the wilderness fasting he didn't just tempt him three times, he tempted him thousands of times, probably, in forty, yeah. You know, but I mean, how ridiculous is that, you know, because Jesus can't be tempted. Right, right. He's perfectly righteous. And I don't know what, whether it's Satan's, um, Lucifer's, is he, um, is he, is he a madman, you know, that, it's or, true. you know, <laughs> it's insane. Do something. Yeah. Is is it insanity on his part? Yeah. I think our,
1: just, our our old nature is so self righteous and convinces us that we're right. And I, I imagine that's Satan on steroids. He
0: yeah, couldn't guess, see the guess, truth. Yeah. Thinks he's right, and he's blinded by his by his sin. Right? He's just he's blind to the fact that he knows, and he deep down he knows that in in God there is no sin. So you know who knows. Um but this this next part will answer a little bit of that. Um so God can be tempted. He was tempted by Jews in the wilderness, Ananias, Sapphira, and by Satan. Um but he can the thing is he can't respond with evil. Mm-hmm. It is against his character. Um because evil is not in him. And uh this other diagram from the two thousand four study is Helpful. This is the Greek diagrammed out. For God is without temptation, and there you see it diagrammed out. And you yeah. see those two railroad tracks, and um, that's I think that's a paratso the negation of temptation. So a like saying a a, a temptation is basically he, and you see that little um the evil that uh it looks like k a k down there um that's the word for evil, and I forget what what the transliteration of that is Roy, do you have that evil um what the transliteration for evil is Kakos or something well one of the things that
3: uh is uh can you hear me yeah hear the- yeah we can okay. hear- um, one of the things that Kakon the there uh, portrays is it's not just a temptation to do evil uh, uh, on your part, but it's a joy to lead others to fall into sin. Uh, in other words, you practice leading others to sin. You have pleasure in that. God does not have any pleasure in that. That's the message here. Uh, God cannot have pleasure in leading people to sin. He doesn't do that. Uh, but he will use uh, this uh, pyrazzo to correct. Uh, he did one of the disciples one time uh, when he was here on earth. Uh, he pairazo him. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. T- telling him, what is it that you believe? And he had to admit that that was wrong.
0: Yeah, to correct, uh, 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 to correct information, right? Um, he was right. uh-huh. to think a different way. So he's trying to see, and that was, uh, Philip, right? Right. When he, And, uh,
3: and the, the whole point is he wanted him not to believe something that was an error.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to bring out the error and not get him to sin. He was. Right. Exactly. Uh, even though Philip's mindset, he didn't comprehend that. Jesus can take care of these, feeding these five thousand people easily.
3: But the cacon, just to you ask the question, what does it really mean? It means that you have pleasure in doing something, and you have
0: pleasure in leading others to do something. That's oh Okay, it. that and that doesn't come out right there in that this little chart, the the, the pleasure aspect. Uh-huh. But, but it's in there. I'll, I'll take your word for that. But we see that. uh So we see by the structure that God is without temptation, evilly, and that's okay. a word. It doesn't look like a word, but that is a word. Okay. Um, it's a, a little adjective there. Um, since it's impossible for Him to do this, He doesn't have it. It's not in His character. I was thinking it's like when you when you make a call. And you get that recording and it says, uh, you've reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in error or is
2: service.
0: Uh, no, yeah, service.
1: service. Yeah. service.
0: You feel you've reached this, uh, this number in error, you know, dial again. It's kind of same thing. It just, God can't respond. This is one thing God cannot do.
3: One of the things is grammatically here, yeah. It might be helpful to see it is kakon is genitive, uh, and genitive can be taken two ways. It being the source of the object. In either way, uh, evil is not attractive to him as a source. Okay. Uh, and, and nor is it what he looks at as something desirable. Uh, it's neither his object nor is it his source.
1: Yeah. Evil
3: does not enter into his character at all. Wow,
0: that's, yeah, that's great, isn't
1: it? Hey, Andrew, I love the way you put it. It's it, You say that God can't do it versus he won't do it. If he right. Might, if he won't yeah. do it, he won't do it because of his righteousness. Mm-hmm. But I like that he can't do it because it's just impossible because he, he doesn't have the ability to do it. Even if he, he doesn't, he can't want
0: it, he just can't do it. And that's, right. that,
1: that gives me comfort just to hear that.
0: Right. So, yeah. And even though, and I was thinking about this this week, um, well, what if, you know, Israel tempted him in the desert and he responded by the earth swallowed up what thousand, (laughs) six thousand people. So wasn't, didn't he fall into, but, and I really had to think about that because he would, he would punish Israel, right? In the desert. Um, but then I was thinking, well, no, because what, that was filtered through his, his, the justice, right? If they were sinning and he was judging the sin, it was being filtered through his righteous judgment.
3: And, and he, he, What does the word righteous mean?
0: Uh, plus R. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> plus R. Right, right wise. Right. right wise, yeah. Right standing. Right standing, right.
3: It means the absolute correctness of something,
0: right.
3: uh-huh. the yeah. absolute
0: perfection. So he was acting. So somehow in the desert, he was acting out of that character. Yeah. yeah. His, no. his punishment of
2: Israel was always a, a righteous punishment. He didn't, yeah, he didn't punish right. them to to get quote to get back at to, or to uh, because he was upset with them. He was upset with them, but he was upset because they violated his righteous standard, not because he
0: was, yeah. had some other motive. And then I thought about it too. Look at all the times when they sinned a lot and then he, he would, he wouldn't, you know, he would bless them. He would respond with blessing and, and manna and, and things like that. And uh, so.
2: His long suffering is another, aspect of his yeah. character, which is just amazing. And he and he's, he's still, the Lord is still long-suffering, right? He's still right. waiting for people to come to him. But and, the
3: one thing is, he cannot violate being absolutely correct.
0: Right. Yeah, right, right. Good, good, yeah. I like that. Yeah, he, um, he'd, cease, he'd cease to be God if he, if right. he would do that. He would no longer be God. That's right. So... Uh, uh, in this chart, it said the literal translation is "He himself is tempting no one." That's the that's the last part of uh, this verse thirteen. But
3: now he, remember, he tempt- now it's of evil. He's not tempting anyone to evil. Right.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, and he himself does not tempt.
2: He's, he's testing us, but not tempting.
0: He's not tempting us to evil. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right, and tempting. Tempting has a bad connotation. Right. <laughs> if you just switch out trial, they're, <laughs> they're used right synonymously so, yeah. a lot of times. Um, I always think of tempting as the the bad kind, but yeah. yeah, and you can switch those out. And it's kind of it's this is very uh there's a lot of uh there's a there's a couple words and there's a lot of facets to these yeah. words.
2: Well, the, the translations between different translations, you know, it, it, it makes it hard, like because you have you have trials and and temptations uh, translated one one way sometimes testing and then the reverse, and so you got to look at the original words to keep yeah yourself on track.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Um, so many have tried to uh, uh, tried uh, uh, to get God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to sin, but they have failed. So on to verse 14. um, But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Um, So in contrast with God doing the tempting or the solicitation to sin, which he can't do, in contrast to that, that's the but. It is really each one and his own that is that is doing that his own uh lust and uh lust is epithumia um, each one or is his own is internally sourced that adjective is a uh, is a uh it's an adjective and it's a um personal it's a personal thing right um, i'm trying to think of the other word i'm trying to think of it's uh, well i'll go and i'll look at that later um, in other words, I, th- I thought of this, I think, yesterday here. In other words, James is saying, just like the old teenage slasher movie, a call <laughs> is coming from inside the house, if you understand that reference. Um,
2: you know, I I no, we didn't watch those. Didn't wa- we didn't watch those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always about a babysitter home alone with the kids.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And
0: there's a... There's a murderer on the house <laughs> yeah. that call, keeps calling in. And so the police trace the call and the police say the call is coming from inside the house. And then really she <laughs> has to fight off the murder. <laughs> so that's what's in nature, right? It, it's inside our own house. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That word for carried away when he's carried away is ek helko and that's ek out of or away from and Help go is to draw or to drag off, and this passive voice there, carried away, you're drawn away, you're dragged off by your own lust. Um, it's your own lust that's luring this person away uh, from abiding or from fellowship with God or living and walking by the new man. Um, enticed is delato. That's to bait or Catch by bait and that's our fishing uh metaphor here. Uh, it's, it's to allure or to beguile, passive voice again, carried away and enticed. Um, this is the word for allure in fishing. Whereas my dad said it's a, a red wiggler.
2: Right. So so uh, so Andrew, you are gonna do it your your dad's chart, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I will. Okay, um, I didn't want to miss that. That's the big. That's the big finish.
2: Okay, good.
0: Good. Um, So lust is epithumia. It's a desire, a craving, a longing, and that can be in a good sense or a bad sense. And we have the bad sense in mind here today. But um, like Paul, earnestly craved to depart the earth and be with Christ. He said. Epithymia, he use that word. And Jesus epithymied, uh, he earnestly desired to eat his last Passover with his disciples. So that's the good sense, but here we're looking at the, the bad sense.
3: Um, uh, Andrew? Yeah. How significant that is, our Lord at the Last Supper. Epithymia, that.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Ah. Uh, Man, knowing the suffering that he was going to face, for the joy set before him, he endured the yeah. suffering. Isn't that something?
0: Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So verse 15 of James here in chapter 1 says, Then when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when his run its course, brings forth death. And we'll just look at the words again. And then I'll get to the big finish, the chart. <laughs> like, yeah, I like the chart. Um, let's just conceive that conceived word is, uh, Sulumbano. Sulambano. Um, you, it's used of Elizabeth, uh, conceiving and Mary conceiving in, in Luke. And it's also used when Christ was seized or rested in the desert or in the garden of Gethsemane. Uh, the same it can be used for the word arrest, which is strange, but there it is. Um, but we have it in the, the as the former. It really it relates to the birthing, uh, a baby being born, like this. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> stork brings a baby, which is sin, and when. And then sin brings forth its wages, death, right? When we sin, it brings forth death, just as the verse says in, in verse fifteen. Um, and Romans six twenty-three, uh the wages uh of sin is death. That's how we know that, and um, brings forth that's still a um, a maternity word or a birthing word. It's bring forth, it's from the womb is how it was used. So it continues that metaphor. Um, I thought of Job, he uses that phrase from womb to tomb. And that's right here, right? Bring forth uh, lust, this lust conceives and brings forth sin and that sin gives birth to sin from womb, and then it brings forth death. That's the tomb. So that's kind of neat how that says that in Job as well. And when sin has run its course, it says it brings forth death. Uh, run its course is apotaleo, Um And I recognize that teleo, that means a, a completion of a thing. Um, a bringing to an end, an accomplishing, or... Reaching its goal, so the goal it comes to its goal, and that's death. And then here's a trick question, but what does death bring about? Separation from our Lord. Ah, good, Ah, good. Boy, Jimmy's had two cups coffee this morning. This
1: is this is a little abstract, but I was just thinking how when our Lord was in Gethsemane and he was praying to our Father, and he was. I, you know he was sweating blood and I think his greatest concern was being separated from the father for the first time ever for the only time yeah and, and he, yeah. he sweated blood from that so think how bad death is from separation and yeah. that's what we that's what we go through on a maybe on a smaller
0: scale but it's it's terrible isn't it and that yeah that was the thing that was terrifying him wasn't that separation um uh, the the just the thought of because on the earth, he was, he was always uh, not connected or tuned in or he was always in fellowship. He always had the Father with him. Just
1: yeah, he,
2: said, he kept saying, continue, I always do what I see the Father doing. So he was, he was in fellowship yeah.
0: with his fa- Heavenly Father. And so, uh, he was alone. So, so close with that union and that word. Uh, you know, Jesus is God. They're part of the same substance. They're the same substance. So for the first time, he was going to feel, uh, uh, a separation from that substance, which is, and you know, um, Hebrews one, two or one, three uses that word substance. It's really,
1: um, Andrew.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: Is said, like when he was on the cross, he said, my, father why hast thou
0: forsaken me yeah you're right he, he, he went there for us so we don't have to right so that we aren't eternally separated yeah. from yeah. Uh, which is how um, unbelievers will end up and that's not I don't yeah if only the world could uh, conceive the terribleness of that that's that's it that's it that's sad. Um, oh first this uh old chart here as a summary so just what is sin and that's missing the mark Uh and i like this uh, there's the target his essence or god's glory and jesus christ hits it with a bullseye and then we in christ also hit it in faith because we're in christ but this um this rather a uh, stern-looking woman off to the right side. She's missed the mark, as you can see, and that missing the mark is not even missing. It's it's kind of turning around like a boomerang and boomeranging back. That's how bad the mark is missed, that target. So that's the sin that we're talking about today um, in these verses, or it's like that. Uh, it's uh, you think of that white balloon, that Chinese balloon. <laughs> uh, that aim seven missile that hit it right on the mark there in 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 uh in the news. Okay, so well I guess my the chart is at the end, Roger, so you'll have to wait for that. Um is everyone there? Yeah. Oh, okay, Is the class. Okay. Just give us
2: a chance here
1: to. <laughs> Andrew, you reminding me of all my problems. Oh yeah, right.
0: Do I have a feed to the class?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: We don't. Oh, there it is.
2: Roger's working on it. Give me a oh,
0: he is. Okay.
1: Oh, I lost it. trying to find one that I'm not in my old nature.
0: Right, yeah, that's the... <laughs> the <laughs> complete SYN catalog? Wow. Okay, so, so we see them. So you went from the left. Can you go back a chart? If, if, if oh, yeah, yeah. Sin chart. Oh, I see what you
2: did. Okay. Do you right. see that? Yeah, start. start from there.
0: Okay, yeah, just uh, the chart. Uh, that's uh, just a good visual... <clears throat> Sin is missing the mark. We lost <laughs> did, did I lose you again?
2: Wow, just gonna, we gotta get everything
0: back.
2: There we go. Okay. okay. There he is. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Oh, great. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so missing the mark, and uh but in Christ we always hit that mark, don't we? Okay. Right. Um, sin is missing the mark. And then the sin catalog are these. Um, so I'm sure if if you've committed any of the sins on the the in the first column, uh someone might want to call nine one one and we might want to hold you because that's some of those are capital offenses, right? Um, I counted these up. There's about and I've used this before, but there's a uh, about 130 sins on uh, this old uh, slide from uh, nine, 1995. And that's all the types of sin.
1: Yeah,
3: I didn't finish reading
0: them all. Yeah, it's just everything you can think about is up Hurry up, <laughs> up Carolyn. <laughs> yeah, there's,
1: that's okay, I know what they are
0: <laughs> There's more to come
1: okay, And, yeah. I, oh and I
0: was gonna I was gonna have you guys Play it too And um, So that
1: whenever, is on you, their <laughs>
0: you know, whenever you see a sin that you've committed That's the B And then the second sin that you have committed That's the I And then the third sin is the N So Whoever gets the bingo and yells out bingo first, you know, wins.
1: Know. <laughs>
0: but here's the, um, in the last, the fourth column over on the right there, you see those desires, that, those lusts, and that's mm. interesting. Uh, popularity lust, or influence lust, reputation lust, prestige lust, acceptance lust, or approbation, success, power, riches, wisdom, and those are all like that epithumia, those desires over there. You really spent a lot of time on me. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. how. That's my dad. I don't know how he well, came up with all but these. But there's actually a
2: story. We, we probably have time to maybe share another time how this list got created. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. And Harry Schaefer yeah. helped him. Yeah. Okay, look, yeah. Let's go. We're getting him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hear that. Roger. Yeah, let's hear Oh, and somehow, Roger, I don't Where you have... Oh, no. Where you... <laughs> I <laughs> missed – yeah, I missed the. <laughs> I had you? it on there. Where is it? And it dropped oh, off. Oh, but, oh, yeah, we were going to look at that. I had oh, that all queued oh, up. Okay. It somehow dropped off. It was the first one, so I'll put that in the presentation. Okay. All right. Well, uh, wh- wh- why did you describe it quick, briefly? Yeah, it's just, um, and people can look at that. It's uh, briefly. It's just the the verses, um, especially James one fourteen and fifteen. In um, a, in an illustration form, and it's very helpful. It just takes the words and it puts it into an illustration that's very simple and easy to look at. You know how sin, how how lust comes and conceives and gives birth, and then it brings forth death. So I'll put that in the presentation that just got knocked out. And I didn't see that, so I'll do that. Uh, for the presentation. Okay.
3: And Andrew? Yeah. Is this like how many of these we've done today or for what?
0: Oh, well, I don't know. It's, the day is early, you know. Uh, it's just, so Roger, next week you're going to have to tell us how that list came to be.
2: Yeah, well, it's not a long story. Harry, I, I might have time. Harry Schaefer okay. was uh, in our class, this back oh, okay. 20 years ago or whatever, and and so Hal said, Harry, why don't you go through scripture and find a list of all the sins? Just look through it. So Harry created this list, and then your oh. dad put on a, he had on a flimsy, on two or three flimsies, you
0: know. Um, oh, okay, it was Harry Schaefer. Okay, that. I
2: believe Harry Schaefer was a person that, that, that put it together, and then your dad,
0: you um, put it on a chart like this. Because Harry Schaefer also took all the commands in the New Testament, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. He did that and too. This, this huge list of hey, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you want commands, here's <laughs> all the commands. Uh, so yeah, he j- he was a cataloger. So yeah. Was, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Excellent stuff, though. I'm, I'm glad because you can look at this and you can say, "Wow, right, right." That's uh, that's that's a complete list. Anyway, so we'll close. Our heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for this uh, this time that we have to study your Word and in this country, in this country where we're free to, and we just um, pray for our leaders in, in Washington and for guidance. For them, so we can continue to do this on a, on a basis and gather together in freedom. And we thank you for these things in Jesus name. Amen.